Are you struggling with all of the messages about Mother's Day and how wonderful it will be to honor mothers, but you're not even sure what motherhood means after you've lost your baby? There's no harder holiday to cope with for moms of stillborn babies than on Mother's Day. That's why I'm hosting a free support session called Coffee and Comfort on Sunday, May 12th at 11 o'clock Eastern. We'll get together for an hour before the day gets started and talk about the guilt and what-ifs that so often come after this type of loss. And I'll help you create a plan for the day that honors both you and your baby. The best part is we'll gather together with other lost moms who really get exactly how you're feeling so you won't feel alone. Together, we'll navigate Mother's Day and learn how to get through this tough holiday with ease. Save your seat at jennifersend.com slash coffee or click the link in the show notes. Hope to see you there. I, I dropped her off at college and it just left me with a lot of feelings that I really wanted to, to tell you about because I think it's important to know what does it look like down the road. I'm Jennifer Sen, a certified life coach, married mama of two sons, twin angel babies, and a rainbow baby, and this is the Navigating Baby Loss Podcast. I'm on a mission to help stop the isolation, shame, and lack of self-confidence that often comes with stillbirth loss, and to show you that you still deserve to live the life you've dreamed of. Pull up a cozy seat, pour a cup of coffee, and prepare to hang out with a caring friend who's been through it and can show you the way. Well, hello there. I'm so glad that you're joining me here today. This is the Navigating Baby Loss Podcast. And this is episode number 12. And today I'm doing something a little bit different. I normally have the I normally have everything very planned out. I have the topic very clear and tons of notes and know exactly what I want to talk to you about. And I make sure I don't forget anything that I want to say. And today, I've decided that I'm just, I'm just going to get on here and you're going to get the real raw, unfiltered version of me. This week has been full of changes. And if you've listened to me at all, um, change is really hard. No one likes change. I'll just start by saying that. No one that I know likes change. But I think when you have experienced a loss of any kind, but especially a baby loss, you, it, it really hits a little bit harder change hits a little bit harder because we know all too well that feeling of change when we don't want it. When we wanted something so badly and then all of a sudden it was decided for us that our whole, the whole rest of our life was going to be changed. So that just gets me a little bit off kilter and So there's been a couple things. The first thing was the Rainbow Baby Appreciation Day this week. I I think it's beautiful. I mean, my goodness, let's celebrate every baby, every baby. 
whether they are our angel baby or our rainbow baby. And my only my only thing with that is I know a lot of people who are really scared to have their rainbow baby. They're really, they're very afraid of what might happen. They're very um, intimidated by what that whole process would take. I mean, it is, it's not for the faint hearted. That's for sure. We know that. And um, so I just, I, I want us to be so celebratory of the rainbow babies. But I also think it's maybe there's a little part of it that really needs to be careful. Um, because I think more and more, there are so many people struggling with IVF and, you know, just really debilitating. Maybe they had a terrible delivery. I know some people who've had, had to have a hysterectomy, um, during their loss event. So rainbow baby is not necessarily, you know, at least biologically an option for them. So anyway, I just wanted, I, that was something that's been really on my mind this week. Um, and I love all the rainbow celebrations. Don't get me wrong, but that is something I just want to urge everyone to just be really mindful of and send your heart to those that have their rainbow baby, as well as those who are, um, you know, maybe not that fortunate. The second thing that happened and kind of actually the same day as the rainbow baby appreciation is that day I took my baby, my rainbow baby to drop her off at college, which circles me all the way back to the beginning when I said that about change, because this is a big change. You guys, this is huge. This one is leaves us with an empty nest and (laughs) It's a, it's, that's a big change because we have a very busy nest. Normally we have had one for a lot of years. So there's tons of adjustment there. Um, hopefully good. I'm already out of town with my husband for work as we speak. So I'm not even at my, my empty nest necessarily. So that's, that's kind of fun. But, um, she, I, I dropped her off at college and it just left me with a lot of feelings that I really wanted to, to tell you about because I think it's important to know what does it look like down the road, you know, depending on where you are in your own loss journey. Here's a little glimpse that it really, the grief never goes away it it's not as um you know violent i guess is the word that comes up but i don't i don't know if that's the right word but it's not as present right now as it was then but boy does it it really 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 shows up especially in times of change and so what i'm what i'm i think lost parents are really, really sensitive to things like this. And 
this feels like a loss to me with her being gone. It feels like another loss. And I get that terror and fear again about, um, you know, I guess her safety. And uh, this is something I had to do when she went to kindergarten. I had to go into therapy because I was really afraid that, you know, she, that she wouldn't be safe, that she might die. And it really triggered me. Um, I, I know it's, I'm sure, you know, to most people, it seems unreasonable, but I'm hoping to lost parents, it doesn't because it really, it's a real fear. And even with your living children, your rainbow baby, like it, I, I think it just doesn't want to, it feels like once you have your rainbow baby, everything's fine, right? Like, okay, we can just do life as normal and everything's fine now. And we're, and we're good. We're healed. Cause we, you know, we have this and it really doesn't. So, so that's one thing that shows up for me with her being gone now is, um, you know, that, that fear of safety for her safety. And, um, because I think I, I heard told my husband, you know, years ago when she went to kindergarten, um, my biggest fear was that I can't ever, I will never be able to live through another loss of a child. And, you know, so I, I did, I needed to get some help for that. And I did, and it was helpful. But, um, another thing that I think about is I'm really, really always assessing, especially in times like this, in times of change, was I good enough? Was I a good enough mother? Did I, did I give her what she needed? I mean, she was born almost exactly a year after my twins died. So there is, you know, there is a lot of there. I was grieving the whole pregnancy. I was grieving after she was born. I was trying to, I was happy. I was thrilled and I adore her. But, you know, were there times when I maybe didn't pay as much attention to her as I should have because I needed time for myself. Was there times when I, you know, did I not read her, read her enough books because I was, I was really tired from trying to keep up with my life and carry this grief. Um, because I didn't get, I didn't get the help that I needed. You know, I did go through that little stint of therapy after she went to kindergarten, but it was pretty short and it really wasn't probably what I needed long-term. Um, but I, you know, I tried to do it all on my own and I painted on the smile and I, I made it look like everything was great. And, you know, what did I, what did I teach her in that stage? And, um, you know, as I say that to my, she's probably, she's doing great. She's going to college. She's going to be successful. Everything is, is really good. And I love my life, but there were some years where it was really, really hard. And so that just leaves me with some second guessing. And, 
all that does when that comes up is shows you where you need to do some work. And luckily, <laughs> because I do the work that I do, I I do know I do know what I need to do. I for me what's really effective is um is writing. I love to write. I love to write. I will I wrote her a letter before she left. And um I think it's, you know, it just was really a good thing for me to just tell her, you know, tell her what I hope that she hope that she wants to hear, you know, that what she needs to hear from me, what I, I told her that I believed in her. I told her that, you know, we were always here, like that we together as a family can solve anything that, that needs solved. Um, I told her that I know she is incredibly strong and resilient and passionate about what she's, what she wants from life. And it just was very, it was such a good relief for me to give that to her. And that's why, that's why I can talk to you about this today. I mean, if I wasn't able to write that out, you know, kind of clear, clear the deck a little bit and ask for her forgiveness if I wasn't a good enough mother at times when I should have been because of my grief. Um, and for me to just kind of declare it like, Hey, you know, I, I, I've loved you every single minute and I've done the best I can. Um, so that, that's very helpful for me is the writing. And so I think, you know, I've had a few conversations with her. She sounds great. Everything's going really well. So that does put me at ease. And, um, but yeah, I just wanted to kind of come in with just a little summary of what I'm thinking right now in the moment um, you know, with my rainbow baby going to college and just, I just want you to know that if you're in the stage right now where you're afraid that you are going to forget your baby, you're not. If you feel like you're all alone because of what you're feeling, you're not. If you're afraid to, if you are afraid to become pregnant again, um, and you're, but you're able to, and, and that's what you want, you know, it is, it is a beautiful gift, but it is, you know, you have to have some guidance through it. I think, I think if I had had some guidance through it, I would have been, so much farther ahead because I just tried to pretend that I knew what I was doing. Everything was fine. You know, it's just, I'm just going to erase what happened. I mean, not erase it, but just, you know, we're just going to keep moving on. We're just moving on, moving on. And I think it really did 
it was taking its toll on me little by little and I didn't know it. So I am urging you if you are pregnant or if you are um, thinking about it to definitely get some support through it. And I think that might have, you know, might have made some of this a little bit easier for me, this shock of change, because it is something that still comes up for me. And I know, I know how to, how to work back through it and get myself back out of it. So that's all I've got for you today. I hope, I hope this was helpful. I hope you got something from it. It's just, this is just me. And I am not going to edit this. So you're going to hear all my crazy stuff, but it's from the heart. And I just want you to know that I am so thankful for the, you know, the support that I have and, um, the, the network of people that I do have that I can just call up and say like, Hey, here's how I'm feeling. And it just, it makes a difference with everything. And if you need someone like that, I want you to call me. I want you to message me because it, this is, this is not something that you should do alone. So I'm here for you. You're not alone. This is a journey to say the least. And, but it, there's so many beautiful gifts because of it. I think it does make you really pay attention and it does make you hyper aware of how amazing your life is. So until next time, I am sending you so much love. Send me an email. Let me know what you think at navigatingbabyloss.com or navigatingbabyloss at gmail.com. And until next time, I am sending you so much love and, and hopefulness. Bye. I sincerely hope this episode was helpful. And if you would like to help other parents who are suffering their own stillborn loss, a great way to do that is to hit subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review, because that is the quickest way that this podcast will show up for them to find it. They and I would be so very grateful for a minute of your time. New episodes are released every week on Thursdays, and you can access all the show notes, links to this episode, and info on how to contact me on my website at jennifersen.com slash podcast. While you're there, grab some free, helpful resources. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and healing. Bye.